It's Blork Day, July 81st, and you are watching and or listening to Uniform Exchange. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. I gave up. It was useless. Bork. I was never, I was never going to get it right. So I'm just giving Bork. in. So like, welcome to Blork, Blork Day. Day? Bork? <laughs> Bjork. 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 Day. Bjork? Bjork? Yes. Bjork, Bjork the Day. singer? Oh, I thought yes. I was going to be on the show. Hey. hey. Oh, my Bring God. We've, we've lost all of our viewers. <laughs> no, I think we just picked up a whole bunch. We, of no, them. I literally watched three viewers leave. Just I watched them leave right then. Were they I'm the only good. three? I yes, literally, they were. We're down to zero. I, I literally hit a buzzer beating tweet during the, the credits, tweeting out the live link to the YouTube, and I'm immediately regretting it. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, we got a switcheroo already. Dad, I know too. where you guys like to be. I know where you guys like to be. Yeah. We're comfy here. Yeah. You are. You are. Well, Welcome, gentlemen. Uh, welcome to Uniform Exchange, where we get very, very serious. We all know this. We get very, very extremely serious. And we only talk about the most pressing and consequential issues in the weird, wacky, wild world of sports business. <laughs> oh, there he goes again. <laughs> Our resident alcoholic. Yeah. No. <laughs> No. This is the only time of the week I get away from the kids. So if I enjoy a, a frosty one or 13, then so help me. So An be hour. it. So be yeah. It. What, uh, what was the, what, what is the flavor of the week? Mr. So uh, jealous. Look at this. It's a test beer from uh, the brewery. Ooh, uh, I don't know if we're allowed to see. Are we allowed to see that? Shouldn't that yeah. be in that black, like uh, like the you know t the cars, like it has like the black pattern all over it, so we can't see what it is. That too. I'm testing it out. Is this one good? <sighs> Approved. <laughs> Gatorade or hazy IPA. Drink it. Great quality control over there. And, uh, Goose I'm the gatekeeper. All right. <laughs> Well, speaking of Goose Island, let's go ahead and make a few introductions. We'll start the way we are. Oh, wait. Is, have I got people in the right place? I do. Down the lower right corner, we have from Team Marketing Report, Mr. Chris Hartwig. Greetings right from corner. Rochester, New York, fellas. Oh, that's right. We, we are on location in Rochester, New York. That's we'll right. let you fill us in in a little bit about all the crazy things you're up to. Uh, Josh We're Kyles, the big sports guy in the top right corner. Hello, Mr. Kyles. Hello. Thank and you. in the book, <laughs> hello, hello, good to see you. Three of you, I'm not going to name and the one I don't like. <laughs> I don't remember a circle takes a square and what they called those squares, but in the lower left corner square, we have dad number two from Goose Island. Hey, Mike Smith, Josh, yes. do you even know what circle takes the square is a reference to? I don't care. <laughs> 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 that's the way right enough fair <laughs> it might be no. 10 o'clock for josh nine o'clock for the mics but it is four in the morning for josh on the west coast yes that's just time it's, it's that was yesterday a, we'll go back and listen to that and see that was a pretty confusing <laughs> sentence that you just said but <laughs> i don't <laughs> it's but yeah it's not even it's not even bjork day yet 
in Los You're Angeles. You're in two time zones, Kyle's. Two That's time right. zones. That's how good I am. That's how big I am. Dang. Dang. Well, guys, we did have a big week. We've got a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, and I am going to start the timer right uh, well yeah. shortly soon. Yeah, I don't know. I this it's is York Day. Come on. Dude, you literally you have two buttons over there. The timer prepared. and the, the it's time for the right <laughs> opinion. So like hit it. Right. We are we are super prepared today, guys. Super. <laughs> Uh, so here, let's get started with some. Get up, rack it up. I got a We have a lot to cover, but let's start with what we talked about a few weeks ago in Tokyo. There's this little thing coming up in eight days the 32nd Olympics, which is going to be pretty fast. Um, no, the 32nd, as in the 32ND, the XXXII, the 32nd Olympics are coming up in eight days, seven days, eight days. Uh, and we talked about how there would be no people in the venues for those games. And that sucks. Uh, it became clear today just how much that might suck for the home city. Not today. It came, I guess it became clear this week. Chris, you had sent me something about this. What was the final tally? What is Tokyo? Yeah, we out? were we, we were wondering what the the uh, economic impact of the uh, of mm. the games ha- having no fans and uh, it's uh, over eight hundred million dollars in ticket sales a- alone. That's or well for for Josh the the, the intellect of the group that's ninety million yen. Thank you. 90 bi- I mean, 90 billion, 90 billion. See, I, I don't know my yen like you do. 90 billion yen, uh, about $820 million just in the ticket, just in the ticket sales. And, uh, you know, what was the, what was the other uh, th- crowd noise? I think we, we were talking well, a little bit about yeah, that, that, right? Like there's, we, yeah, there's TV. <laughs> that was the TV big announcement today. It, right? That was, that right. was the That's, thing today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, first, before we get to that, it has been announced that they are going to let a, a thousand or so people in the stadiums, and it's going to be sponsors, it's going to be parents, it's going to be family, it's going to be things like that. But um, it's only local. I thought there's no family coming outside of Japan. That it's might just, be yeah, so it's I just know that, that Team USA's family section is going to be located in Orlando, Florida. Because that's just the place where people want to go get stuck in a bubble for some amount of time and watch sports, I guess. I don't know. But that is very far away from Tokyo when I did the Google Maps. Josh, Orlando is the vacation capital of the world. I don't know if you know that. (laughs) They're going to be in the bubble. I've heard the commercials. Great. There goes that Disney sponsorship we had locked in, (laughs) Myers. I'm telling you. Orlando's slogan is the vacation capital of the world. I used to work third shift about 20 years ago. Oh, God, here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. Are we seven minutes in? (laughs) Oh, Uh, wait, let's check the timer. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so uh, they they are going to have what we said, a thousand people. uh, And you mentioned Tokyo is going to lose a lot of money. I I know who's not going to lose a lot of money, and that is NBC. Right. Uh, because they are going at full steam ahead with everything that was planned. They have billions uh, in TV deals that are reliant on these 
being broadcast. And the president of NBC Olympics Productions, Molly Solomon, uh, said on Wednesday a lot of things. But, Chris, you mentioned one a second ago. One is that there will be no artificial noise pumped into the broadcast. Not by the TV people. Not going to happen. Um, So that's good. There will, however, be, from what it seems, there will be artificial crowd noises pumped into the stadium for the athletes. But it's not going to be peaked at a time of a goal and lulled at other times. It's just going to be like that drone. I assume it's going to be that droning. um, See, I think think they're working in reverse because how they're setting up this, this cheer factor is actually getting me more excited for how we're going to experience it like what's this mean like goal in soccer and then 30 minute gap and then cheers afterwards like i'm, I'm just so intrigued <laughs> like someone throws the javelin and it like sticks in the ground silence and then like a minute later like a little rupture like a little little crowd like roar like i'm so i'm, I'm just so discombobbled on this yeah, i'm gonna I, watch I, more because of this now is what i'm getting to i think they're just I, setting up a bunch of white noise fans around all the venues so it's nice and steady and cool <laughs> and cool <laughs> that sounds <laughs> that sounds racist they're only letting white noise fans in oh god that's not what there it we means go again. oh man just, we go again. just sounds racist did you guys figure out how to hack the system and mute his mic yet <laughs> I know we had a coup offline on that. Why would you want all of the funny things to stop happening? I don't understand. We didn't say Mike Smith's microphone. We said Mike Gotcha. 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 See. I did hear, however, and I say, I I, I don't know why I say these things. I heard. It's all from the same source. I read an article, three articles about this, and I'm hearing things. Who's your source? Yeah. the, The article, Molly Solomon. Uh, she said that they are going to, however, focus on other noises, such as being down. What is it? Is he just eating? Oh, what, is he? what are you eating? Just <laughs> golfing? What's happening down? right now? Can we take a quick, I, just a quick, quick have, break for our listeners at home that aren't watching the well, video right here's now? Here's our, our latest just missed Just missed Chris shoving fries. Shoving Cajun fries from Five Guys. He's just eating mm. dinner right now on the podcast. This is great. None for you didn't order any for us, huh? Ugh. It's on its way from Rochester. <laughs> yeah, I bet. It'll be there in a minute. So our new sponsors, Five Guys and Grubhub. We did not mean to bother you, Chris. No, I I haven't eaten since. 6 We're clearly who has Myers. All Myers eating today is some sour Skittles. So Skittles and whatever breakfast, and that's it. And whatever he found under his own mute mic on the keyboard, which he's never used. <laughs> anyway, speaking of not muting people, uh, there are going to be microphones everywhere. And the anticipation is that you're going to hear a lot of um, grunting, noises probably. that you wouldn't normally hear. A lot of grunting. Yes, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of grunting. Conversations between the athletes. Uh, the access and the audio is really what is in play here. And the anticipation is that it's going to be from a fan perspective, you're going to be more up close and personal with these Olympics than you normally would. So that's interesting. And I do think that there's going to be some things that happen in this Olympics that you would normally see. And uh, honestly, I'm not excited about, I'm not going to lie. I'm not excited about there not being fans, but it's sort of novel 
right now. When it was only this, when every sport had no fans and it became sort of like, you know, normal and you're like, all right, there's just not going to be fans and it changed the way you watch. This will be interesting. You know, it's 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 two weeks. It's not like it's going to run for six years with no fans. It's a couple of weeks. So hopefully it's it's cool and, and hopefully they do a little bit better job than Major League Baseball did with the All-Star game with seven million microphones everywhere. But um, yeah, we'll Ooh. see. I, I, hey, I like that. I mean, it's a freaking exhibition game. I mean, it's ridiculous that it ch- it changes or who has home field advantage in, in, in the most important series of the year. But that aside, microphones literally about MLB. Oh, nice. I love hearing Liam Hem- Hendricks just dropping F bombs all over the place. That was the best part. On that his shoulder. My God. <laughs> and uh, Albie, when they had hit, I mean, He's just a trip, man. He's like, this is a game. I'm having so much fun. You know, everybody that came up, he's like, oh, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. Oh, I love him. He's a great guy. But like that to me is showing personality. And it's again, it's an exhibition game. And watching, you know, Chris Bryant shifting around with the pitches while he's talking and trying to figure out, okay, do I have to play to pull? I have to play to spray. I thought that was great. I don't, I would not want that in a real game, but I think it's, for what the all-star game is, I think it's great. You enjoyed the batter speaking and yes. being interviewed while they were batting. Yeah. You did. Okay. I don't want it. I do not want that in a regular broadcast, but these yeah. are like the superstars from every team that are okay. I'm done. Thank you. No, well, but I mean, the they're, last they're, topic. you jumped to the next topic while we were in the last topic. So that's just an old dong. That's an old gong. Old dong. <laughs> old dong. <laughs> oh, no. We're an old dong, Myers. <laughs> this might be the first edit we ever have. No. I doubt it. No, no, I doubt it. No. It'll be in. It'll stay in. Yes, it will. So go ahead, old dong. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Throwing it back at you. You're looking in the mirror again, huh? <laughs> Uh, no, it was interesting, and uh, well, f- I guess we should probably talk a little bit about it. The All Star Game was last night. Was it last night? Two nights. Two, Two nights, nights ago. ago. When I wrote it's this, it was Tuesday. last night. It feels Two nights ago. Now it, it used like to be last ago. night. I like. Um, I'm with Chris on this. I think it's cool to have the players mic'd up. It is an exhibition game. It's neat to see what goes through their head. I'd even like more callouts, like when you're batting, what what pitch you think you're going to throw next the pitcher yelling out, try to hit this. Like, I love it all. I almost want a little bit more that they can bring into the other 162 game season. I I think it's too much for the all-star game, but a little bit here and there to bring some life to that game. I think it's great. I think they should keep doing it in little spurts. If it makes sense, not just like one guy mic'd up after you hit a home run in the dugout kind of mentality, like on the field, if it works, I think it's great. That's, that's going to keep the game interesting and uh, young players like, uh, you know, wanting to to get into it more, I think, my opinion. Well, and the other thing, I just thought, I remember this clip was when um, there was a shot to, what's his name, the Padres' first baseman, and he made the quick throw to second to get the force, and then that's when Albie had the had the mic on, and he was he gets Trey Turner like, what, what did he say? I was terrified. Like, it's great to hear those reactions of even the best of the best players yeah. in the action of the game, and they – can be a little bit more relaxed because it's an exhibition, but you can have some of that real dial. I, 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 again, I hate it when it's in the, the real games, like the forced stuff in the playoffs with the managers. Yeah. It's there. Well, the playoffs, it should be of, pulled back. It should be pulled back in the playoffs. There's nothing of substance that comes from the manager 
in those conversations. <laughs> That's very Nothing. true. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah, that that is very true. And and during the playoffs, I feel like they should pull back. But Mike, I I, I tend to agree that they they should continue to try and innovate and find ways during the regular season to spice things up and, Mm -hmm. you know, make it more exciting for the generation that currently is not as excited about this game as maybe I am or old dog. (laughs) I mean, don't get me wrong. We have some great broadcasters, but 162 games listening to the same banter, the same inside jokes, the same little thing that they have going, it gets old after a while. So like something this this podcast, yeah, I mean, and to think we have how many three three thousand six hundred and forty seven more of these to go? Like, to go, yeah. it's gonna get old. The chandelier yeah, bit, Josh. We're done with it, you know. We're yeah, done. I sold it. Done. I sold it. I sold, it. I sold, sold my it. chandelier to pay my mortgage last month. It's crazy over here. <laughs> things are totally getting old, tight. totally overextended. <laughs> well, from a Spice business standpoint, speaking and talking about the All Star Game, then they. I did read where the, and this is funny, actually, this, this is just my, this is why I love the media because I read two versions of the same exact thing. On one hand, there was the announcement that the all-star game ratings were up a little bit from 2019. The home run derby was up 15% from 2019 and they moved the MLB draft to coincide with the all-star game and that was up you know almost 40 percent so that's one article about how it's up the other article i read was the headline was major league baseball second worst ratings of all time by the way both true both things true they were up from 2019 and were still the second worst ratings in the history of the all-star game so i guess if you're an optimist or a pessimist you get you're both happy but I did find that interesting. Well, you can't um, you can't run TV ratings numbers on anything, um, you know, straight up against ten years ago. Yeah, if it, you know, twenty years ago, it is pretty I mean, astonishing. Anything 20, you ma- match up against nineteen seventies <laughs> television ratings, where there's freaking three networks and forty five million people tuning into Walter Cronkite for the news, this is a yeah. different world. That's yeah. ridiculous. It, it is interesting that the vast difference, it was 30 million back in the 70s and it's 8 million today. Can both sounds- of you elaborate more when you were four or five years old in the 70s? Please, I'm so intrigued on Walter Concrite giving Concrite. his Concrite. Sorry, I'm like choking well, on watching Chris eat his burger <laughs> through this podcast. Hold on, Walter Cronkite impression. Hold oh, on, let, let me get my french fries and ketchup. Let him do Hold it. Because he announced it this thing. He did what we asked. We asked him to tell us who it was before. Here it is. He, uh, Here it is. Okay. Ready? And that's the way it is. We're all too Dang. young to know whether that was good or bad. I, I would know. say a solid six. <laughs> do you Out know what Walter Cronkite sounds like, Mike? Out of 100. Um, he's only my step uncle. <laughs> Right. You figure that out. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other big event that we can report on ratings for the week was the Euro Cup finals on Sunday when Italy defeated England, but 31 bazillion people watched it in England, which was massive. Uh, a huge boon to both economies. 
The ratings, how this was interesting, in the United States, the ratings for that airing was 30% higher than any other Euro Cup final has ever been in the United States. So we talk about how things are becoming less and less on the actual raw figures. This actually was the highest it's ever been by yeah. 30%, uh, which, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, uh, I'm going to ask the youngsters like this one. Could it be, could 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 something like Barstool and all the shit that they did about it's coming home. I, mean, I just saw it all over social media that they were like throwing all their support behind, uh, behind England. I mean, do you, I mean, I don't know what's the demographics of, you know, where that huge surge came from Does something like that, that it became cool. Uh, you know, the cool kids were watching it now. Did that have any impact or did you, am I totally making that up? Man, do you sound old right now? Go ahead. Well, I think, it's a bigger phenomenon that you're just seeing in the United States across the board with soccer as a whole, the growth of soccer in the United States on top of that, a match where two premier countries, Italy and Europe, obviously you've got a lot of Italians here in the U S and England. Europe is, is a country. I said, sure. in, it is for today in Europe. You sound like Mike Smith. No, you said two countries in Europe, Italy and Europe. So anyway, that's that's okay. that. I think you England, 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 yeah. England. I'm taking the Mike Michael Myers role this week of being wow. the inordinate asshole on top of and making corrections. So go ahead. Right. Ooh, that one yeah. earned. Well, <laughs> with the two teams of Italy and England, I just think that there was a lot more interest in the U.S. And yeah, it could have. I mean, I I didn't really see Barstool pushing it out all that much, but. Uh, yeah, I just think it was an exciting final, and the fact that England hadn't been there for a long time and. A lot of people in this country still think that England and like that's our biggest uh, rival in a lot of ways, but our biggest uh, friends across the across the pond. So yeah, I just think it, there was a lot more excitement overall. It's a whenever you guys are ready, let me know. Let me. I'm going to pass the mic back to uh, our host, our fearless leader <laughs> and host, Michael Myers, to give us the correct opinion. The correct opinion. What is the one thing that is different this year than every other year that the Euro Cup has been played? In the United States, what's the one thing that is different? And there's one big thing that's different in about 25% of the United States. Oh, my gosh. Gambling. Guys, this, it was the only thing on. It's an odd-numbered odd year? No, I just said it. Gambling, sports gambling. It was up 30%, in my opinion, because there are people betting on the game. They never were before. Now they can bet on it. Every bookie, every like service. 30, 30%? Yeah, yeah but maybe, yes. maybe that's a 6% jump. That's not a 30% jump. No way. You, you, think like that you don't think that more people were like, well, I actually have a vested interest in this thing now because what else is happening on Sunday at 3 o'clock in the nothing? We're in the middle working of working in my garden right now. Yeah. All those, hey, man, all those sports gamblers, gardeners. I just, I'm itching for, for a I don't think you guys, I don't think anyone is dream. arguing. I don't think anyone is arguing on that, that gambling can lead to more people watching sports. I just don't think it led to a 30% jump, especially do you, when do you I think legal most of the country. Do you think that soccer made such a big surge in the last year and a half that that counted for 24% growth? The I same sport that's made that took over Little League baseball like 16 years ago, this was the year it caused a 24 point spike suddenly? Yeah. Well, there was two years since they held this tournament. So it's really mm -hmm. two years. And mm -hmm. 
I think it's because Italy and England was a huge draw. People were interested in that. That's it could be. You might be right. I, think, I liked it better when I it was think Croatia. It was a whole, I think it was a whole <laughs> combination of factors. Those yeah, specific teams, this time of year, gambling fueling it, and just you know, passion that we haven't seen international soccer that meant anything, certainly. Um, at that scope, while nothing else is going on here, perfect time. Yeah. No, I think it's it's probably a perfect storm of all these things. Uh, that leads me to a question. Josh, actually, your statement sort of leads me to a question, and I think I might know your answer based on what you said a second ago. Don't but... say anything, Josh. He's going to do this whole segment by himself. <laughs> Great leader. What? I think, I'm going to ask do you this you question. Three three I think you. I know what your but answer is. I think I know is, what you're going to say. So I'm so going to just say the answer anyway. <laughs> but then I'm going to disagree with you hey, because hey, I have the right opinion. Everybody on the bottom of the screen? <laughs> So the question is, what do the three of you think will be the next sports that the next sport that works its way into a conversation of being part of the big five? Oh, big five. So you're talking mm-hmm. big six? I'm talking big five. I'm talking NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL. What's the other one? NFL. And then what's is there any sport that can challenge for the fifth spot? Well, or I already can work to the fourth spot. When, when you say big five, if you're, I mean, obviously we usually talk about the big four, but when you say big five, like I immediately think MLS, right? That's, yes. that's just what, that's what I think of when you say big five. Now I, I already would consider soccer a, one of the big sports in the U S obviously it's nowhere close to football, basketball, maybe getting closer to baseball. And hockey. So let me change the question to big four then to make this whatever's happening go away. Big four. What do, does anybody think anything else okay, can well, make it soccer into the big is too four? E- soccer's too easy of an, of an answer, and we need to get more <laughs> right. creative. So I'm going with lacrosse and the premier lacrosse league. I'm a big fan of what the Rabble brothers have been doing. They take a really innovative approach. I like their tour-based uh, model where they travel around market to market and put on tournaments. And I think that, I mean, just in the last week, I was doing some research and they've been signing. I mean, this is obviously the week where they're announcing sponsors, but they've announced an official investing app, a presenting sponsor for their all-star game, officially official laundry partner, official non-alcoholic beer, which please somebody explain that to me. But I, I'm a big fan of, of what they're doing. And uh, that would be my answer. No, I, I know, it. but it's just I don't you know it. what it is. It's not worth drinking. Just <laughs> That's just right. the only brand I know. I don't know if there are other ones. There's probably other brands. Athletic uh, Athletic Four Brewing pack. Company is the is the official non alcoholic beer of Premier Lacrosse League. So that's another nice. one. Nice, but yeah, okay. Premier Lacrosse League. That's my answer. Chris, I I was. <laughs> I was leaning the same way. I, I, can I would, if that's I would what have it said, is, this is intelligence. I, you know? I would have said more. I, I would have said it lacrosse in general because I think what is, I wasn't thinking of a specific league as more sure. of what's the, the next sport. Sure. And lacrosse has got to be up there. The participation is continuing to, to grow. Uh, the PLL has brought uh, a lot of investment in. The, it's the sp- outdoor summer play, the Rabble Brothers. And, and Joe Tsai and on and on that they've got um, they've got the good capital there uh, and, and it pre-pandemic that they were trending well. But I also think that what helps there is the National Lacrosse League and um, Nick uh, yeah. 
I started worrying about pronouncing it right. I've talked we're, to him we're multiple sh- we're times. Here, and now all of a sudden I, I can't untie my tongue. But what the NLL you're is you're eating doing, a burger on our podcast. That's why you can't talk. <laughs> it is delicious. Five guys. Are you Proud still sponsor. answering? Is your answer still lacrosse? I can't remember what, yes. from when you started. What, what is no, it? I took, I, 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 I just, just taken a nap. I'm sorry. Uh, 2000 yeah, word lacrosse. counter, 2000 word counter. You're up to 1500 yeah. words. We have a half hour left. Hey, Mike Smith, you just texted me to kill some time, buy you some time so you can come up with an answer. I just did Thank that. Thank you. Don't I know. I know. Thank you. Sorry. Keep talking. Just say <laughs> lacrosse, Mike, when it gets to your turn, you can't right. be wrong. <laughs> well, he could be wrong because you'll tell us the right answer after Mike. Goes. Exactly. Yeah, Mike, 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 you're up, buddy. What do you think? What do you think uh, could be the next big sport? I, you know what I want to say right now. What? But I'm not gonna say it. Just say it. I'm no, I'm not gonna say lacrosse. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna throw it out there. What about rugby? And I'm just gonna say. It? I'm, I'm just going to so say just another sport you could think of. Is that what you're basing <laughs> this? Just on? another sport I can think of. No, I just. <laughs> So you're going to laugh at me no matter what. But for the past few years, I've been thinking about how uh, football's, the NFL's popular in, in uh, America. Soccer's not there, but soccer's popular worldwide. Rugby is a combination kind of those two. It's got a big college uh, backing. Uh, anytime the Australians come here and do the exhibi- exhibition games in the stadiums, there's been momentum building on that. So I just think all those things considered, there might be something there, but they don't have the backing that you guys just described with lacrosse. Um, I personally would like to see rugby get up there because I, I'm more of that than lacrosse. But I just think that if the right people get behind it, uh, it, it could be something. I, I, but well, the 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 what they're trying to do with Major League Rugby is 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 the right move. They're just it's they they need another couple of zeros added. Uh, at the yeah. end, like you said, for the investment wise, it's, it's good. It just, it's, it just needs to continue to grow, but you're right. Like the passion of that fan base and the international connection uh, of, uh, you know, the excitement, like you said, when the all blacks come in or, you know, yeah. in the town or whatever, right. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And, 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 um, and it's good. Cause I want to see the football, get rid of the helmets and uh, the, all the pads and all that, that turns everybody into a missile and go back to like, how about you tackle the guy? Like actually wrap him up and take him down. Rugby, Chris likes, you do. Chris that. likes to see good form. I can, I it's can good form. That. Can it you talk more about? Can you talk more about when you started watching football and they had leather helmets back in the nineteen? <laughs> you gotta get down. You gotta get low. Center, low center of gravity. You gotta get down. Wrap him up. <laughs> wrap it. Wrap it up. Is it wrap pointless? It up. Is it wrap pointless it for me to put this up? I put it up nine times and it didn't speed anyone up in their conversations that time around. We've already surpassed. We're on topic two and we're about You've to hear the now third spent gong. More time we're nine minutes over. Complaining Ooh. about the time than giving your opinion. So I'm muting Josh. He was now. he was worried he was going to go too fast tonight. So we I have know. a good conversation and oh, he's so so my clock. And nobody's paying attention to it. Come on. I'm going to. Someone's got reverse hangry. So everybody's muted. Um, it's just so I can move to the next topic. We have uh, lacrosse. I think it's got a good chance. 
Uh, Josh unmuted himself. Don't do that, Josh. Don't unmute yourself. Uh, no, I think lacrosse is very strong because people are moving away from football because of the head injuries. Kind of what you're saying along the lines of why rugby would make sense. I think both of those things are feeding into the popularity and the growth of lacrosse. I think you're all correct. Personally, I think it's going to be the e-scooter championships. That's just I me. had a feeling that's where this was going. <laughs> and I think you guys know I'm right. New topic, All right. We are moving on to Josh's favorite. <laughs> now, I just want to point this out. Josh heard we were going to talk about this and he staged, literally staged a mini protest. We had, I, was, we, I, I think it was a tantrum, possibly. It, it was very close. So I am yeah. bound and determined to beat the <laughs> shit out of this topic. We are going to talk this thing to death. We're going to lose this, all of our listeners and viewers. And this week sponsors. was the Major League Draft. We talked about how they moved. And the Los Angeles Angels, and I just love this. I, I was, Josh's favorite team out in L.A. It's his favorite <laughs> team, the Los Angeles Angels. <laughs> they draft, they're just for those that you don't know, the, for those of you that don't know how the MLB draft works, there are 20 rounds in the Major League Baseball draft. And the Los Angeles Angels took, guess how many pitchers they took, Chris? 20. They took 20 pitchers in 20 rounds. Remember, though, their GM said there's no way they're going to take all all college pitchers. They're not. So they took one high school pitcher. They took 19 college pitchers pitchers and one high school pitcher. He stayed true to his word. Yeah. Call my bluff, do you? I absolutely loved. What's what's the draft? What's the guy's name? The guy, the draft coordinator. Does anybody know? (laughs) I know. I assume Josh would know. I mean, Perry. M- Hold on, let me, let me check my phone. He texted me like an hour ago. Perry Manasian is the ask, is the GM. Yes, I actually know his what, name. You just asked what the draft coordinators. Do you hate me? Yes, <laughs> We're, I've got to find a way to talk about this thing for twenty minutes. So what? You know, he's Matt an Swanson. NBA guy. His name I might, is. Matt I might go Swanson. take my dog for a walk for the next few minutes if that's okay. <laughs> The draft coordinator's name is Matt Swanson, (laughs) and I think we all knew that. But Matt Swanson decided to take them. But can you imagine what, like, led up to this? They they had to have been thinking about this, right? I mean, surely this was planned. 100%. (sighs) Josh, what do you think? Weigh in, buddy. I think it's super interesting that the Angels took 20 pitchers in the draft <laughs> with their 20 picks. Let's see how that works out for them. Honestly, only one thought about that, and that's the uh, the image of Jason Bateman in, in dodgeball, and he's playing the announcer. He's like, bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how that's going to work out for him. Let's see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm imagining it being like, uh, yes, uh, is this is this Mr. Trout? Is this Mr. Trout? Oh uh, yeah, Mike Trout here, uh, nine-time All-Star. Uh, how can I help you? Oh uh, yeah, this is Dottie Perry Badajian's executive assistant. It's, it's this is going uh, good, good. Good. I heard you were going to have a belated birthday party for Shohei Otani. Is that is that still happening? Yeah, I mean, uh, he's my best friend. Uh, he pitches, he hits. Uh, yeah, let, he, he's invited. Why? Why do you ask? Of course, of course. Well, as we said, we're gonna pick up the alcohol, and so I was just curious: okay. are you are you okay with us doing cans, or or should we do only draft all pitchers, like only draft, like all pitchers? 
Yeah. You know, uh, uh, nine-time All-Star, three-time MVP, uh, AL Rookie of the Year, um, no World Series championships. I, I think I'm. Let's let's start half, half, halved. Let's. Are you do sure you don't want to do only half you, cans and bottles? Are you yeah, sure you don't want to do only draft? All pitchers. God, I haven't heard of anyone do all draft at a party before. Um, you know what? This Let's is sticking longer Let's than I'd hope. Let's do 20, okay. 20 drafts. 20 Mr. drafts. Stewart, Mr. Stewart, Mr. Stewart, Michael Trout said only draft all pitchers. I think that's how it happened. Only draft yeah, all pretty, pitchers. Pretty that's close. how uh-huh. I'm pretty sure that's how uh-huh. it went down. Man, that's Was that actual audio. Uh-huh. Oh, Josh just killed himself by putting a pen to his head. <laughs> There's only one way this is going to take 17 minutes. We needed something else in there. Uh, but I do believe that that only drafting on pitchers was a great... So in all seriousness, how much of this do you think comes down to the fact that you're now entering an era where there is no sticky tack, you have to get guys that can throw strikes without that, and they say, look... You look across Major League Baseball and you see precipitous drops in all these professional pitchers' stats since they took away the sticky. And they're like, look, we we need 20 pitchers. We need to go out and get 20 pitchers because some of these guys have got to be able to throw strikes. And if we get 20, we'll find a few. Hitters are going to be on the upswing. It's pitchers that are going to be looking for it. How much of that do you think played into it? So Josh? 64%. No. You guys are unbelievable. I think, yeah, that's part of it, but also the fact like that that their people are pulling their starters so much earlier in the game now, and the there's so much emphasis on the bullpen. So you could have six six, seven pitchers finish a game. Like people are so beefed up with their bullpen now. So that you know could be part of it. I, I just feel like I sound so unenthused right now talking. Because you are. Um, oh, absolutely, I am. I, I, I go ahead and move on from Josh. That's fine. You don't have to. Uh, so uh, I did see something that was interesting, though, in the Athletic article, and I just love this. Sometimes, and I love the Athletic. Don't get me wrong. I love the Athletic. But in the article, it listed out that it was a record. It was a record for number of pitchers taken in the 20. I was like, did anybody not think? That it would yeah, be a isn't record. That common were, sense. Right. Nobody if you take knows. 20 out of 20, worst case scenario, didn't you tie a record? And then Nobody if you read that, if you read that and you're like, he never said whether or not is, is this another team done it? I don't know. You gotta tell your people it's a record. That's journalism. Yeah, there team was another team report. that took there was a team that took 18 once, and I couldn't tell you who, but there was a team that once took 18 out of 20 rounds. So it's a lot harder to develop it, and it's, with what's going on with the getting rid of the sticky icky is, is a, is a huge development, but it's harder to develop pitchers. Uh, it, well, yeah, it is hard to develop pitchers and most of these no guys what, won't make so, it. No, it's like Dave Chappelle when he gave the advice to all the uh, comedians and then he finished it with most of y'all are going to fail. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Next topic. The Washington football team. Yeah. They they came out and they said they didn't say what their name would be, but they did say what their name won't be. 
uh, they said that it will not have anything to do with Native American, Native American imagery. You will not see that anywhere. They're going to keep the red. They're going to keep the gold, but it will be something completely different. There had been talks about calling them the warriors and some other things, but they sat down with multiple Indian tribes. I think I heard three uh, and came away with it by saying there's just no way to do this. And so they are completely leaving the Native American heritage train and moving in a different direction. So being that we have still a minute left from the last topic and, and we're just going to carry this thing through, what the three of you do you think the Washington football team should be called? Anyway, you just said it. I've, you just said I, it. I would keep it Washington football team. You want to go with really? Washington football team? I do. Huh. I think it, it, it reminds me a lot, a lot of the soccer clubs of the world that are named, you know, after their city and it's FC or Real Madrid or something like that. I kind of like it. Washington football team, nice and clean and super not racial. Chris, opine, opine, opinion, opinion. I, I've always liked the, the red tails. Uh, with the tie to the Tuskegee Airmen. And, um, and I just think that's a cool name, a cool history. And so I, I, and playing off Redskins to, to modify it to something that's a tribute that rather than uh, a mockery, I, I think makes sense. I actually thought. You're good. It always goes off when you're talking. I don't control Isn't that, that ironic? I mean, it's because I talk. More uh, than no, 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 uh, that's not it. Fifteen hundred forty-three words. I'm getting, getting there. Very close. The I was totally Josh. You're you're winning me over though with your argument because I thought it was stupid to stay with that name basically, but you made some good points there. I I, like I, I, I thought I didn't like it when they first changed it. I thought it was weird, and then I just started thinking about all the other teams across the world that just have a name that's somewhat similar, and I I don't know. I kind of like it. Well, Mike. it's like oh, it's sorry, like soccer. No, 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 no. It's a, it's 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 soccer. It's everywhere like that. Right. We're just not used to it. NFL. So anyway, uh, sorry, yeah. Mr. Smith. Um, man, I feel bad about <laughs> what I'm about to say. Oh God! Uh, but <laughs> I mean, I, I like both your arguments, but I just think you know the NFL is going into this world of uh, you know we'll we'll uh, let you pay to play for anything. So. I see a future of the Washington splooge coins you know, and, and let uh, the, the biggest uh, bidder win and, and you get to name the team now. And I think, I really think no matter what this team's named, if it stays Washington football team, fine. I like your argument, Josh, but if they do anything outside of that, get away from the whole uh, origin of the, the beginnings of the team and name it something else, it's going to create a slippery slope for the NFL uh, where they're going to look into other things and it's going to cross into other sports. And like, I don't know what that future is going to be, but uh, yeah, I just think uh, what's going to draw the line between you get to name the team for the right price. Would you keep it the Washington football splooge coins or just the Washington <laughs> splooge coins? I think there's a good meeting there where uh, we can do that. So yes, the Washington football splooge coins. Okay, cool. It feels right. That feels right. Um, it feels so good. It just feels good. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, I also thought Washington football team. I really do. I think that that Washington football team is 
at least for me, I'm like, you know what? That would be kind of cool to be the only one. It's like, this is the Washington football team. I'm like you, Josh. I made fun of it at the beginning. I laughed at it. I poked yeah. fun of it. But after a while, I'm like, all right, it's the Washington football team. And I kind of dig it. It reminds me, though, of, uh, and I can't think of the two lady female comedians that had their own show, but they had, there was a segment that was just like, sports, sport. And they did all this stuff. And they did because they didn't know sports. Do you, anybody know what I'm talking about? It's like yeah. Simon and Garfunkel, but women. And it's something like that. Tall blonde, what? Yeah, tall blonde, short brunette, nothing, nothing. You guys got nothing. Some listener, please send the answer in so I can show these guys what I'm talking about. Yeah, guys, we're checking. If you're watching live, we're checking the comments. We want to see your comments, so send them in, and we'll maybe answer. Yeah, or they could send it in after, and we'll talk about it next week. Even we will engage. No, no, no. We will engage with our audience. We'll talk to you during the week on the Twitter sphere. Yeah, we'll call you. We'll call you. I'm going to post all of our cell phones right now. Is it? Are they up? I'll never get Thank I'll you. never get uh, tired of Terry Crews introducing us to the next topic. Thank you. Yeah, can't, you can't get tired of Terry Crews. Um, all right. So we talked a little bit about football momentarily. Uh, we talked about this weeks ago. Uh, about how the Super Bowl had an NBC had raised their prices or not their prices, but they raised the the price of 30 second ads during the Super Bowl to six million dollars. And clearly we all agreed it wouldn't sell. And we were completely correct, except that we were very, very wrong. They have sold 85 percent of those spots during the upfronts. Eighty five percent of the spots are sold. And that ad age story said that it was it's mostly you know, startups and smaller businesses. I mean, that, I like, how does that happen? Where are they? They, they, find they must be calling. Dollars? They must be calling crypto companies startups. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> we live in the we live in the age where startups hit you know billion dollar valuations within two years. And the sports marketers. The sports marketer is still a startup, and we started in two thousand and nine. We're still starting up though. We're, well, we'll talk. We'll talk more there. about that. We'll talk more about that. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but but first, uh, it was interesting that Splooge Coin bought 15 minutes of time. I mean, that's- <laughs> and and you wait and see what they're going to show. It's going to blow your mind. What is, 12, what is 12 times 15? What is 12 times 15? 174 million dollars is all that cost them for those 15 well, minutes. That's pretty there's good. No, there's not going to be a third quarter. They're just going straight from the halftime show to the fourth quarter. So they bought the third quarter. It's pretty crazy. By the way, I have no idea if that was even close to right. I just made up a number. <laughs> oh, I, I think we I'll all check knew in that. Post. I'll, I'll look in post and see if my dad's ashamed of me right now. I have no idea. Wait. Well, 15, sure. What did I say? 15 times 12. I think it's got to end on a zero. That's the only problem. And I didn't do that. So, yeah. 15 times 10 is 150. 15 times right. 2 is 30. It's 180. I well, back I to the, back to the topic yeah. at hand. Uh, the, the real topic of Splooge. You were, you were all wrong a few weeks ago when I said, absolutely, they, people will pay it. So they'll price it, whatever. Um, as I typically am the right person here. No, I'm just kidding. Every, everybody knows that's liars. I'm, 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 I kid. But no, I just think we, we keep talking about it. 
sports, live sports are the only, you know, yeah. must see yeah. TV. Well, it's the last bastion. Yeah. The last, I like, ooh, that's a good last bastion. But I think that's what we said. And they said it was one of the biggest upfronts ever, which I don't really yeah. fully know what that means, but uh, it sounds good. You know what an upfront is? Do you know what an upfront is? We can educate everybody today. <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm not going to be the one to give the definition. Why don't you explain it to no, me? No, no, I was asking. Like, you know, I, was, I was being serious. Do you know what an upfront is? It's a media term, and it's just like they have the – like Fox buy. has the upfronts. Well, Fox has their upfronts, and they announce all the new shows, and somebody else has their upfronts. They announce all their new shows, and, I'm, and this is a version of that. So they announce it. They do their thing. They open it up for sale, and then they – and you're right, though. That it is. I heard that it was the largest ever, 85%. The largest before this was 78% at a lower dollar figure. I did some quick math just now in my head. And if they oh, sold it all Jesus. at $6 million at 85%, <laughs> they'd already be over $600 million, which they didn't because I think the article said they've gotten as much as $6 million, which means maybe one. And if you are that brand, I'm really sorry because that means nobody else paid the $6 million and you did. You're not great at negotiating. Call me. I can help you. Um, the, even if it's 5 million, they're over 500 million, they're over 500 million now. And the last one was 585. So, and they still have 15% left. So they're, they're doing well. They're doing well. They're looking good. Um, any predictions on the, will it just keep going up by a half million every year or is something going to happen? We're going to come back to earth or is something going to happen? We're going to go to 12 million. Cause I said last time, what's the point? If it's 6 million for 30 seconds, why not charge me 8 million? I'm going to say no to eight, but yes to six. It's kind of all ridiculous, isn't it? It's been a, it's been a fairly consistent slow half million per year. Basically half million per year, every year for 12 years. And now we're at 6 million. Meat inflation. I I do love it. I do love it. There's the, there's the banner. You guys were a little late on that banner. We all right. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah, the we, we in this group. Everyone show your hands and know that we have no keyboard to hit a button to do anything. Number one being muting you at any point. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do a little rapid topics. We'll move to our final segment. Talk a little fast topics. Does anybody have anything that they would like to bring up? Hey, I, I what, ooh, what, what, what? Just one of you. Okay, go ahead. Mike, go first. Did he actually freeze? No, I'm still here. Um, So what I'd like to do. That was really good. I thought you were frozen. I know. I got you. So going back to our first topic, the Olympics, um, funny article came out yesterday. Uh, Ex-Bulls player, gong this, uh, Scotty Pippen is offering um, a, a weekend stay Airbnb at his place, $92 a night, up to four people for three nights, different nights. What? You can come watch the games at his house. Yeah, sleep, yeah the Olympics. Sleep games. in his bed, play Is basketball. He there? No, he's not. There's a virtual greeting of him. Welcome to my house. Uh, enjoy it. There's cameras oh, everywhere. Welcome and, uh, to my house. Sorry. <laughs> you get to watch the Olympic Games $92 because, of course, he was on the 92 Dream Team. He has two gold medals. Um, but wouldn't uh, that sell I, out in like four seconds? Didn't that sell out immediately? It did. It's I think not, he's, it's, yeah. he's not doing it as like an extra revenue stream. It's a promotion he's doing with Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
but but he needs you the know, money. I'm like, yeah, like his, his uh, Mario's like, Mario's like, I'm gonna go stay at Scotty Pippen's house. No, I'm not. <laughs> Everybody, but. all 13 of our viewers are like, I bet I could get there now. <laughs> but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so his ex wife uh, started her OnlyFans and is making millions of dollars off that, and Scotty Pippen's like, hmm, I need an extra stream of income i'll partner with airbnb and charge 92 dollars for three days for three nights and i will be back at it baby we'll see where they really get you is that like 50 dollar a night cleaning fee cleaning fee. Really yeah. there's yeah. like a four thousand dollar hidden pillow fluffer fee i i have a feeling that 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 ninety two dollars times three nights is going to be more money than they're making in revenue on that whiskey of his. Oh, you yeah. think? Yeah. Is After, it doing poorly? I don't even know. Have you tasted I, it? I I have not seen numbers, but I I mean, his media tour is like the. I mean, it's it's like how not to go out and promote yeah. it. He's I mean, he's trying to do this sensational shit, but he's like. Just bad mouthing Jordan and Phil Jackson and oh, all these guys. So, like, it's like, it's let it go, dude. Watch. It's let watch. it go. Maybe he's just trying to make enough money to get a decent haircut. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, different revenue no, streams for the Olympics this year. Uh, Scotty Pippen said his house ninety two bucks. I like it. That's so, try, he's trying to make up some of the eight hundred million. It's good. Yeah. Um, did you guys see that? Um, uh, our, our friend, uh, fake Mark Emmert, came back from from wrecking the Tour like de France. Real Mark Emmert, real Mark Emmert. What? Oh, oh wait, no, Mark yeah, that's Mark right. This is the real Mark Emmert. Yeah. You see that? Like this afternoon, he had this sit down with a handful of reporters, and I mean, you know, USA Today and AP, and basically it was, you know, he knew that this was going to go everywhere immediately, and he's now suggesting that the time is right to consider a decentralized and deregulated version of college sports, shifting power to conferences and campuses and reconsidering how schools are aligned. That's the opening paragraph mm. from Ralph Russo from AP. I, I mean, that's just comical on so what? many levels. That's comical, right? The guy for 20 years, they ignored that this was a thing like, no, no, this is, this is the only way this works this is how it is. And he was like the leader of that movement of like, mm -hmm. don't change a thing. Cause you'll blow, you'll ruin everything. If you change anything was his statement. Right. Is he now actually pretending to be the guy that's like, you know what? I'm going to be, I'm going to forge ahead and we need a decent, like I'm going to go the other direction and be like, we need to deregulate well, and decentralize. And this was my idea all along. Is that what this right. is? Well, He's, he's, it appears as though he's making the you know making that kind of a play. It's quote. Cool. I think it's really really propitious. Amazing. It is really really propitious. Did moment. he say propitious? Propitious moment. Does he know what that means? Okay. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he so holds up back. his phone with the meaning on it. I've been waiting to say this all goddamn night, and <laughs> I'm going to do it. He walks around uh, with a thesaurus, guys. Everyone knows that. It's notorious. And, and this was this is so then he says, and we should look back at the core assumptions and say, you know, if we were gonna build college sports again and, and in nineteen in 2020 instead of 1920, what would that look like? Emmert said, uh -oh. What would we change? What would we expect or want to be different in the way we manage it? And this is good. This is the right time. 
Well, now, everything but those last two sentences are fine. Like, I get it. Like, yes, if what he's saying is let's pretend we didn't have a league and how would we build it if we were building it today? Another wrong with that thought process, right? It's just no, coming it's from actually the, wrong the right guy. thought process. It's right. The right, right thought process. It's just the it's wrong. It's coming from the, at some point, we have to recognize this is just the wrong guy for all of this, right? Why is he? You know what? We actually do have a quote. You guys want to see it? We do actually have, he gave us a quote. You ready? Exactly. Thank you. Oh my God. I can't believe you got that quote. That quote. How did we get that, that was, kind of access? We got yeah, he got pretty high at the end there. I think he's been pretty high for a long time based on his decision making. I oh, wow. That one got me. That one got me. Uh, you guys couldn't see it. I was laughing really hard over here. Well, I believe it. Um <laughs> wow. <laughs> and this was the last show that Josh was ever on. <laughs> you know, I I thought one of the funnier lines that uh, the real Mark Hemmert said was, <laughs> was for, for anyone for anyone was at the part where went that really stuck with me when he did that. Really stuck with me. Okay. Let him talk. For anyone, for anyone listening at home, you'll have to go back and check. We'll, we'll, we'll post a clip of the exclusive interview that we got with fake Mark Emmert for this week, who for some reason sounded like a deflating balloon. <laughs> but it kind of always sounds like that. In the actual article posted on AP, what I thought was funny is you know he gave this big interview with with um, this select group of reporters, and but he made sure to stress. That he was not putting forth a mandate or even a recommendation, because God forbid he would. Do God his forbid job. they do that. God <laughs> forbid they job. ever make a recommendation <laughs> or put forth any regulation whatsoever. Congress, help and then me, the Congress. Other, the, the other piece of this is it kind of seems like oh. they want they want the conferences to do all the work of governing, while I'm sure the NCAA continues to sell rights to sell broadcast rights and reap the benefits of being the NCAA with less responsibilities. So, yeah, I don't know how that's going to work. If this does get decentralized, all those contracts are going away and it's going to break into a million different pieces. And it's, we're going to go back to the, the big 10 network is going to be a big deal. The SEC network, those are going to be big deals again. It's going to fall back to that stuff. I mean, the conferences probably aren't hating on some of this and the big schools probably aren't hating on some of this. Um, no, it's I, gonna think, be, I think the, the big conferences are loving, loving this, but everyone it. else, they, everyone else they, is shaking in their boots. The big, the 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 big five, six that um, those guys are loving this. This is playing into their hands because they have all the leverage, and now they have even more. I it is int- There's a, so many things worth talking about over the NIL and and with the NCAA right now. I'm watching the art, the uh, the athletes. And they're signing four, five, seven, nine endorsement deals, like one athlete. And there's thousands of athletes now that are at some point, at some point, isn't it just, doesn't it diminish the value of 
an artist or an, I'm sorry, an athlete, a collegiate athlete endorsing your brand, if there are 46,000 endorsements from 1500 different athletes at some point, you're like, isn't it all just a bunch of people talking at some well, it point? Depends. It depends on how you're doing it though, Myers, because there's a right way you, to do it. No question. Because, no, question. no, no, no. But well, but it's like, if, if you're, you know, you're a huge CPG, the Procter and Chris Gamble's was talking the during the gong again. Yeah, just right. No, I, that's, I saw the time running down. I knew I had to jump in. It was my turn. People are, people are going to start being suspicious that like we're only putting the gong out when Chris is talking. And then they're like, oh, wait. Word counter. Yeah, I probably okay. shouldn't. I, to be quite honest, Chris, I probably shouldn't open that because we are about out of time, and it's such a long topic. I do think there's. We should have some people on that that are living within this space. We mentioned before there were going to be other players coming in. You've got Front Office Sports now has teamed up with Facebook, and they're doing a, an NIL certification. Obviously, Open Doors, although they had there's a story within there where they had a little bit of a, a kerfuffle with some folks. There are going to yeah, be apparently, apparently Florida fired them. Yeah, Blake says no, but we'll we'll see. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, he said, she said, there's going to be 15 companies out there that are, and there's a bunch of universities training on this stuff. So you've got all these different voices. It's such a crazy, crazy moment in collegiate sports. Selfishly, I just wonder what we're going to see. I don't know. I I really don't know. What's going to change? How is it going to change? Kofi Coburn's going to come back to Illinois tomorrow, make everything right in my mind and in my brain and in my heart. That's going to be great. Chris, I can see you praying as well. Uh, But guys, any last words before we say goodbye to our beautiful 400 and we're down 42 viewers this week, guys, 462 live viewers. It's because we're doing late night. It's late. It's not your fault. It's not your fault, Chris. Don't worry about it. Any last (laughs) words? Any last words? No? Yes, no? Well, guys, it was a great hold show. Hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. We got one. Uh, Mark Trout here. I just want to tell you that uh, uh, I've been in the major leagues for so long, it doesn't matter how many World Series I win, just draft me more pitchers next year. 21. That's the record. We're going to beat it. 20 this year, 21 next year. Mark we Trout. need to trade We need to trade a player to get an extra pick so that we can take 21 pitchers next 21 year. 21 pitchers, that's the goal. I like it. World Series, 2033. Uh, I like it, gentlemen. Great show. Uh on this, 80, on this 81st propitious day of July. I hope your Blork Day evening is terrific. Until next week, may your fastball have a lot of movement, but your pivot foot have absolutely none. Single tear. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh,